Hi everybody, welcome back to the PTC podcast. Uh, this episode, as always, is brought to you by A Life of Education. A Life of Education is the world's only dedicated health and fitness educational website delivering health and fitness content to fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts from a variety of sections of the health and fitness world. With talks and lectures in areas of nutrition, anatomy and physiology, sports medicine, female development, yoga, pilates, strength conditioning, uh, the business of fitness and many more to be added in the future. Allo's mission is to bring leading experts from around the world of health and fitness together on one platform to share their knowledge and expertise on a global scale. So one of the talks that they've got on the website is a gait analysis talk, which is designed to uh, give trainers and coaches the, 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 the ability to identify the different stages of gait. So with a client walking or running on a treadmill, how you spot um, different t- moments where the the heel hits the ground, the body moves over the foot, and then when they uh, want to see if the person is kind of a heel striker, a forefoot striker, if the if the strike is too far in front of their body, if they're not getting enough heel lift at the back, all these different things that go on to making people's run um, a more efficient, powerful, more more efficient output. Really, this episode of the podcast today is with myself and Matt again. Nick, the para coach, Saint Maurice, joined us as well because we had on a guest who um, Nick is training currently to defend his world title. It's a new world title, but he's he has four world titles already under his belt in the martial art called Lethway, which is a bare knuckle Burmese boxing uh, discipline where the rules are very different to boxing or any other martial art where there's no points it's just knock your uh knock your opponent out or else it's a draw and there is bare knuckles like i said just a little bit of tape to cover the knuckles and you can headbutt you can throw the person as soon as they hit the ground you've got to let them back up it is altogether an absolutely brutal sport so you'd expect it to be done by a complete brute minded athlete but dave is a absolute gentleman pleasure to talk to really interesting guy he's been really taken under the wing by the by the uh, Myanmar people um, he's the first non-Burmese fighter to win this uh, to, to win the Lethway the world championship in Lethway so um, really interesting I suggest you guys google it YouTube it see what it's all about we'll get on with it anyway it's uh, here we are with Dave Ludic Hey guys, welcome back again. This is myself, Matt. Again, we've got Coach Nick, the Power Coach, and David. How do I say your Dave, name? Dave. Dave Leduc. Leduc. Ludwig. <laughs> Ludwig. It's French for Ludwig. Ludwig. David Ludwig from Montreal. Huh? Not bad accent. Yes. <laughs> ça va? Ça va bien. Ça ah, va bien. It's <laughs> fine. Ah, ça va. Um, so. David is the you're defending your world world title yeah. in Lethway, which is a martial art that myself and Matt only heard about since Nick started 
okay. coaching. So I don't really know much about it except mm-hmm. what the little bit of um, research that we did on, on YouTube and on mm-hmm. Google. So do you want to just tell people what it is, where it gets started? First, first, what did you think about what you saw on YouTube? It's vicious. Yeah, it's brutal, <laughs> it's man. It's well, I saw some Filipino guy doing some flying headbutt yeah, into yeah. a guy's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah I watch your stuff. It's just, <laughs> whoa, okay. So it, it comes from uh, Burma. You guys uh, colonized it. Uh, it's uh, Myanmar now. Changed the name for Myanmar, and they basically have the most brutal uh, and like most effective striking combat sport in the world. You're allowed to do all kinds of takedowns, all kinds of uh, strikes that are allowed, and people must know Muay Thai, like uh, punches, kicks, knees, elbows. But the make the things that makes it controversial is the fact that you can use your head. Mm. and it's per knuckle so there's no glove a little, a little bit of tape uh, to protect a, a little bit but and the rest is uh, and there's no scoring system so it makes it very vicious very like raw and like my grandma your grandma is going to understand the sport the last man standing is the winner right. if there's a KO the guy wins if there's no KO it's a draw it's the only sport in the world that there's like no right. judges you know uh, yeah, and, and how uh, many rounds? I think it's five rounds. Five, three, rounds. five rounds of three minutes. Okay. Same as most like striking thing, uh, but yeah, it's just uh, it, it's a century, like two century old. Like uh, sorry, uh, sorry, two thousand years old. So mm. it's very old. They have like runes in Burma that they saw like it's been practiced for you know, thousands of years, uh, but just like it's crazy. Even like we don't even know still uh, now about it. It's starting. It's 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 catching a lot of fire, a lot of heat right now, and. Uh, uh, because it's cool you know you yeah. watch it once and you get like i want to see it again yeah so it's it's almost your aim is to knock the other guy out that's the only aim yeah is no there, submission is it, yeah i can say is the grappling there's no ground and pound. there's no ground so as if you get up and that's that's like very uh i like one of my uh followers said the only thing we do is slam our bones together until yeah. the guy goes down so there's no <laughs> breaks you know like it's basically, you know, I had your skull, you had my skull, we had butt, we knee on the face, there, and it makes it, I was like, why is there more cuts in Litway and Burmese boxing than there is like in, in most MMA fights and most, it's because it's striking and it's nonstop punching each other in the face and let's see who's the real man. Yeah. So that's why it's, it's like, there's no uh, hugging, there's no breaks. I love grappling, don't get me wrong, I, tra- I train it, but uh, I, I prefer to just like uh, 50 minutes Let's fight. You Just know? yeah, no messing around. Yeah. And how did you get into that? Like, how did you discover? Uh, actually, it? I like from Canada, uh, like Nick, like the power coach, and uh, we actually never met back in Canada. But like, yeah, we were in Canada, uh, and I my sport is illegal there. So uh, any stri- any form of striking was illegal, uh, except I don't find, I don't know why, but MMA is legal. Right. Uh, but anyway. We, uh, I just decided to move to Thailand uh, because Burma was closed down, as you know. Now it's opening, but uh, I, was, I found it easier to go to, to Thailand and train and fight professionally. Mm. Uh, and yeah, and then just the rest is history. I can tell you like how I got yeah. to, uh, to, to this, but yeah. So yeah. How, how did you get into it? In, it's Montreal you're from. Uh, yeah, it's a small city outside of Montreal. What's it called? It's Gatineau. Gatineau. Doesn't get matter. No. Doesn't matter. Gatineau. Gatineau. We. Okay, and then so you got into what martial arts there, or you yeah. just straight up went moved to Thailand? Yeah, no I started at seventeen. I uh, started like a, a sport called uh, it's it's like the, the the fighting version of kung fu. It's from China. It's uh, San Chao, San Chao or San Chao. Sanda, S A N D A. It's basically you know uh, like a lot of throws a lot of takedowns but uh, um, yeah and I started but it's just practicing just training it um, 
And then I think that's the reason why it gave me some kind of an edge to my sport because most guys, they, they go and they, they all fight in the same box. I, everybody, every Thai fighter, they, they fight the same, you know. And uh, my coach told me, if you go to Thailand, go to Asia, keep your essence. Keep, and that's the best tip I can give to somebody. It doesn't matter if you're doing I think bodybuilding. and Just keep what's, what works for you. Mm. And me, this unpredictableness and this unorthodoxness was like working for me. And yet, in Thailand, they try to change me. They try to make me, oh, don't do this, don't do that, don't do spinning kicks, don't do this. And like, no, I was winning, you know, so why change? Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, what was your question again? Yeah, just continue with <laughs> yeah, the story. Exactly. With so the back then, and how you found your way to Burma and doing okay. and the, the sport that sort of you're ahead of everybody knowing yeah. about it. But that's the tricky, that's the like the weird part because I knew about Burmese boxing back in Canada. We were like actually training our headbutts on the back and everything with my coach. But um, it was like it felt so far away. It felt so untouchable. Thailand felt far. It's 24 hours away from from Canada. Yet Burma was 24 hours away but closed down and military ruled. So I felt like it was untouchable. But we were just like, I like the sport. Let's train it. Because you've seen it on Black Belt magazine, and he was like, "Oh, I know about it. I want to. I want you to train it." So, wow, well, like, okay, let's train it. Um, then I was watching YouTube videos of some opponents of mine that I didn't know I was going to face, but I was watching them, and that's funny, right? Uh, and um, then I got a call to go to prison fight in the in the Bangkok uh, prison. Uh, so that was like a maximum security prison in in Thailand. Jeez. And uh, we can do, we can do a whole podca- podcast just on that. But just tell him a little bit what the idea was for that. Yeah. Like, so but what makes crazy. it yeah what makes it controversial is that the guy if he wins he gets his sentence reduced. So you're fighting Jesus a prisoner. It's like Spartacus Gladiator. Yeah, it's like you win your freedom. Yeah. That's that's the like, name was Bill. Like Lord, is it, no Spartacus. Game of Thrones. <laughs> If you're guilty, you fight. Do you know that one where the, where the guy gets the mountain to fight on his behalf? I don't watch Game of Thrones. Really? I didn't get that far. Shit. Only watch your first fight. Oh it was called Fight for Freedom. Like fight, fight for Freedom. freedom. Yeah. That's what's so in you it. go into the prison to fight a prisoner who's trying yeah. to get his sentence. Yeah. And it's maximum security prison. Yeah. There was like, we come in, there's like a thousand prisoners and they're all looking at you and, and it was like... How do you trust that they're not going to just kill you? As yeah. in the guy fighting you? There's the, the kind of respect and like, because if they fuck up, if they fuck up, they're, they're, they're kicked out of the program. It's like a rehabilitation program. They actually see that as a rehabilitation program. And uh, I fought a guy who was 12 years for methamphetamine trafficking and shit and uh, you he f- lost could you so, potentially fight a murderer who's in yeah murder? my, my guy another guy from Toronto I think yeah, he was there too we were two Canadians on the event and uh, he fought a murderer he lost but uh, so yeah it was it was interesting he the murderer won yeah it was like a decision and stuff but like all the guys lost so, so uh, all the prisoners got a most of, of the guys lost except me and an Iranian guy so Whoa. yeah so uh, what well, do you mean they have nothing to lose right? they have everything to, to lose. gain yeah but you I'm just going to go all yeah. out you as a fighter can get heavily I mean these guys, this guy, that guy is yeah. a murderer so he's, yeah. he's got it in him to end a life mm-hmm. exactly. and now he's trying to fight for his other life outside of the prison it's, it was insane yeah it was very uh, like and I cut him up so bad he was bloody like Carrie and Stephen King you know like full yeah, of yeah, blood yeah. and and, uh, was that an easy decision to decide yeah I'll take that fight yeah but you know I, I actually never said it but this my first fight like 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 brought me on the map, but I, f- I fought it for free. I yeah, did just it. For the kicks, you know. <laughs> I never, I never said it. Today? I'm go yeah, look, exactly. <laughs> but like, because I, I knew, you know, like I was there. I was fighting. It, it made it easy for me. I was fighting for two hundred dollars uh, in, in the stadiums in Phuket. You know, you don't make money in Muay Thai that sure. much. So, um, but then I'm like, they want you want to fight prison. If I'm like, if I do this, 
newspapers are going to talk about it. Right. Vice spoke about it. Uh, they, yeah. yeah, like the Bangkok Post, New York Times. It's going to be an amazing marketing. Do I really want to say no just for a hundred, couple hundred bucks? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So, yeah, I think I was the only one not paid or a couple, two oh, other yeah. guys were not paid. The rest were like paid a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks. I'm like, let's do this. And that's uh, the best decision I've made. Come yeah. back home after that. Like literally, uh-huh. everybody, everybody's like wants to talk about it. You know, all the, t- the TVs and it wasn't on. It wasn't on TV or anything, right? No, there was it, no there was cameras no, in the jail. I think, yeah, yeah. There was no uh, t- uh, spectators. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and it was it was bare knuckle boxing rules. No, that was, was that was Muay Thai. That's okay, so we're going yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. then after that, I start. I continued training, 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 fighting, fighting, doing a good record. Uh, and then the promoter from Prison Fight, a couple of years later, that was in 2014. And then in 2016, he's like. Dave, uh, we need a guy to fight in Burmese bo- in Burma uh, across the border. Basically, I was ra- I was living in Phuket, and he's like, we need the guy to fight. He's thirty six and zero undefeated uh, in Burmese boxing rules only. So it's like it's completely different for people that don't know. It's completely different mentality when there's no scoring system. Because let's say me and Keith were fighting, and I I know if I last five rounds. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I can win on points. Well, I'm gonna place my shots. I'm gonna evade. I'm gonna be more like prudent, uh, like more uh, uh, careful, right? But let's say I know that if I don't, if I don't knock you out or you don't knock me out, there's no, there, there's, there won't be a decision. It's gonna be a draw or something. Then it's gonna be way, way more like all out actions. You got, and and like the difference in uh, Muay Thai and Burmese boxing, there's not a, as many kicks. Hmm. You don't have gloves. You don't have big cushions, uh, eight ounce glove to protect yourself or hide behind it. So I use my hands way more than my kicks because I know I can cut more, yeah. right? One jab can draw blood. So it's, it's, a, it's a different mentality. Way more hands and less kicks. In Muay Thai, it's all about kicks. They actually have bad hands, most of them. Yeah. Uh, bad boxing, you know. Anyway, so we did it. And um, yeah, the, the, the rest is... Uh, so how long did you train before that in Burmese discipline? The, like when I knew I was going to fight, it was like a month. And you have to learn how to headbutt. Head yeah. Head. So just when you say there's no grappling or there's no uh, like hugging, what happens if, when you, if you guys get really close to each other? Does the ref the, separate you? That's the thing. They let you they let you bang it out a bit more like in the clinch. It's called the pocket, like close quarters. Uh, they let you more because you can do headbutts, you can do elbows. So they let you do it more than uh, they don't break it up right away. And then you're allowed to maybe grab the body lock and suplex. Jeez, and, you uh, throw and them throw over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and yeah. then when you slam them down on the ground. Up. You have to stand back and he can yeah. get to his feet. But you can knock him out with that throw. 100%. 100%. If you line him on, I'm planning on this. You, you won't break his neck. My next, my next fight, I'm planning on this. I want to I wanna <laughs> suplex him right on the head. That's what I'm training right now. Because, uh, yeah. There's also, a, if you knock him down, yeah. he gets, uh, yeah, to, uh, well, tell him how, how it works. Yeah, that's, I usually don't talk about it because it's, it's complicated. It's controversial as well. Is it's already fucking brutal, right? Excuse my excuse my French, but mm-hmm. uh, if there's a knockout, so let's say Nick's knock, Nick knocks me out, I have a two minute break to get revived, slapped in the face, <laughs> hair pulled, bite my ear, whatever, and then uh, I can go back and and the fight. So that's you can use your. T- we both have a timeout once in the fight. Right. So okay. it's fucked up. So just said <laughs> so, so you get knocked out. Yeah. So you, obviously to win, you have to knock me out twice. So what counts as a knockout? Uh, how, do, how, okay. does, how does everybody determine that you're out? Okay. So let's say if you're out, so, so you your, ref, your, your coach can call, okay, time out. So then the referee is going to say you have a two-minute break. Okay. And then you have a choice to come back or not. Sure. Uh, or it, let's say you're stunned, that you're rocked. You say, okay, time out. It doesn't have to be a full knockout. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So a timeout can be called any time throughout the fight before the fifth round. They don't allow the timeout to be used at the last round. Okay. 
fucking brutal. And how how high uh, training level are the guys going into this? So how good were you at Muay Thai before okay. you went into this? To be honest, they faked my profile because I was not experienced enough. So the the I was like at 10, 10, 20, like, sorry, 10, 12 fights right, okay. when I fought that guy in like 40 fights. So they said I had 40 just yeah. because to make it sure that it looks good for the Burmese people. They're always right, fighting. They're fighting champions. The things they didn't expect though is when I was there, I was like, I was there to lose. You know, like, there's like this, this guy is a, is a still relatively new. Uh, 10 fights in Muay Thai is not a lot, you know, and uh, he's going to get, and he's going to go to Burma and fight Burmese box. He's going to get knocked out. He's going to lose. But what they didn't know is like, I, I fucked him up and he didn't touch me once, you know, the, yeah. I, I, and that was a big upset. They throw bottles on the, on the thing. People were like, you're beating up the champion. I disfigured him. And I don't, I still don't know like what, what, what energy getting into my body for that fight, but that was cool, you know. Um, so that was 2-2. Two, two. Uh, that was uh, first my first look to a fight. Right, but normally the guys going in are like experienced, experienced. What do you mean, like the opponents of Burmese or the Burmese boxers? Yeah, well, just like in order to kind of get involved. Yeah, uh, like, like the, yeah, yeah. it's not a beginner sport, right? Like you, you have guys who are like, right, I got yeah. twenty years background. Otherwise, but the thing is, you have a point there. But the other fine line is, not everybody has the balls to go there, so yeah, they take enough, whoever yeah. can, whoever wants. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, why do they, why do they pick you with ten fights? Could they not find another Muay Thai yeah. fighter? Good point. Um, I think because it was a bit last minute as well. I think right. one of the guys pulled out or something. Uh, just but the stars aligned and they yeah, but you, you know, I guess it's because people don't don't are, are a bit afraid to go there. Like one of my friends is a UFC fighter, and uh, he's like Dave. One percent of the people like have the balls to go in the ring. One percent of them are successful and like are professional, and like maybe like you, you know big leagues and in, into that one one percent there's like less than one percent i have the balls to go in the like you said i wouldn't yeah. even go you know even though like, i wouldn't go something like, okay so it just made me understand like it's it's a niche it's a niche thing but uh, i'm surprised yeah because actually it pays way more than than, than muay thai so, so why aren't you afraid I don't know. I have a childhood, childhood traumas, <laughs> masochistic <laughs> tendency. Whoa! Um, <laughs> so just going back, I wanted to just say. So on the knockout thing you're saying, like, does the guy who's passed out on the ground knocked out? Is there a count of ten for the guy who's groggy, or do you get another chance to go in and, and really make sure he's flat out? Like, what if you catch a guy, you daze him, he's wobbling, maybe he goes yeah. down? Yeah, you have a ten, you have a standing eight count. You have a ten okay. count. You have a count. So the ref will stand up. Yeah. we'll have a look at this guy. We'll give him eight. Yeah. And then, and then if there's a if the 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 the, the, the coach can call the timeout yeah. if he wants, or just let, let it. Then the ref redetermines at six. All right, you're fit. Yeah, continue. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Okay, exactly. or the ref goes eight. Hey, now you're done. No yeah. timeout. Right, winner same over as, here. Same as boxing. Yeah, for yeah. example, if if he doesn't, if the timeout is not called before the ten, the ten, and he's still wobbly, then the referee is going to call as a, as a knockout. He's yeah. done, he's done a TKO. Uh, yeah, exactly. What's the most what's the most brutal knockout? That you've suffered, you've seen that I've suffered. Yeah, I didn't. And Not uh, one. No. And what's the one? What's the most you've inflicted? Oh, spinning elbow in Japan. I fought uh, Burmese guy and <clears throat> and I uh, I spinning elbow so bad, <laughs> it was like he was out. He was out, but that was uh, it was intense. But you're, you're undefeated, are you? Yeah. And this. Okay. And what's the, what's the worst beating you've taken? Uh, I've done it or I've, I've taken it. Yeah, as in just like, what's, like what's the I mean, the, the, the injury-wise, injury like I've I had my like my leg a bit like kicked and uh, on the back of my leg, it was quite painful after the fight, but I don't feel it during the fight. Like during the, throughout the fight, like I'm touching wood, I, I don't, Touch a, I don't get cut yeah. too yeah, much. Sure. I try to avoid more. I'm a, I like to be like the new generation Burmese boxer because back in the days they were just like getting <laughs> just cut. 
So um, yeah, I like to be. I like to avoid. I'm more proud of saying, coming back out of the fight and say I'm not touched than say I have. Because uh, there's guys in other sports that oh, I'm, I'm in the. I have a lot of stitches. You know, mm. you, why are you proud of this? You, yeah. It's a loser. It's, yeah. You're a loser. You get cut. You get touched. And uh, like in terms of like the types of injuries you see, because obviously that's like the argument for like boxing why they should wear MMA gloves. Yeah. You're not going to punch as hard yep. with less padding, right? So do you yep. see? Is it kind of less in your experience than like Muay Thai and things? Uh, what do you mean less? Uh, so the types of injuries you get. Okay. Like, do you see guys with kind of brain damage and things like that? I actually think there's probably less brain damage. Yeah. This the only and people like we could argue that the headbutt can cause that, but. It's not like it happens every second. We're not just headbutting uh, yeah, every sure. second, right? It, it, there's a way to do it. There's a, at least I do it in a way that I use my hard part of my my cranium and yeah. to, to to headbutt, and I do it at a specific moment. And uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty articulate, and uh, we'll see in 50 years <laughs> if I can if I'm just still okay. Yeah, oh, exactly. Man. Do people but, get finished with headbutts? Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, like I was. I can show you a video. Like a especially a Thai guy that go, a Thai champion goes into Myanmar. Uh, and just get overwhelmed by the brutality of the headbutt. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mostly that's my goal next fight because next fight is Litway against Muay Thai. He's a Muay Thai champion, and I want to show like show because it's a big it's a big uh, very passion for me that because everybody knows Muay Thai, nobody knows Myanmar, especially Litway, right? So yeah, so I'm like okay. I'm not nobody, but like this, the people that know know, yeah, sure. and uh, that's yeah. my goal, right? You can be the vehicle. Yeah. Exactly. So my point is, I want to show that. You know, the only reason why Muay Thai is more popular than Latour right now is because of choices of the king of Thailand or to make tourism grow. Yeah. I believe that Lithuania can bring new eyes and make the country grow same like Muay Thai did for Thailand. I don't yeah. know if you follow me. So yeah, yeah, sure. It's going to be a new era. We're, we're, in a, we're in a new era right now, and it's a very interesting time in, in life for, the, for Asia and for the world because like, I have people around the world that want, to, that want to train it, and they wish they can have it at the gym right now. Spain, uh, you know, Africa, everywhere, America, Canada, everywhere. It's, it's You're a, going on tour, right? After yeah. the fight, uh, you got seminars a bit everywhere. Yeah, we're going to Europe, so Cyprus, like Czech Republic, Germany, um, Slovakia, a lot of UK as well, and maybe France. We'll see. We're we're in the talks right now, but like, so yeah, the, the spreading the Lithuanian mentality. Yeah. To, to take a math point on the gloves, do you, yep. so you were saying you think that there's less head injuries mm -hmm. when you are bare knuckle. I don't know. I I feel like it's it's mostly like. I wouldn't. I mean, if maybe cuts, it's more like raw, and it's gonna. The 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 short answer is, if you have glove, you like. Let's say we're sparring. Let's say we're like just, just hold that microphone yeah. a little lower. Yeah, yeah. Let's say we're sparring together, like like we're just like training. Mm. If you have gloves or even a helmet or anything, like you don't really feel it. The punch as much, so you 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 hit repetitively, yeah. and you also the main the main point is you get comfortable getting hit. Yeah, because it doesn't hurt. So let's say we're we're no gloves. You don't want you don't want to like get comfortable. You don't you're gonna avoid more. You're gonna head movement more. You're gonna so actually like uh, you're gonna be more careful, right? Yeah. So it's gonna be uh, and if you get cut, you don't want to get catch again. So if with gloves, it's more like it's more like you're gonna get repetitively hit in the head. So that's where the concussion happens when you get repetitively hit in the head. But like with Burmese, with nothing. It's more like it's gonna be a cut. Okay, now you're bleeding, and then uh, I I'd like to count the amount of the amount of punches, right? Com yeah. Compared to yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I understand. So I'm sure I'm sure there's more there's more uh, like in boxing there's way more hits to the head with gloves 
than in Burmese boxing because you have like you need way less yeah, to sure. create that damage as well. And do you find that you uh, do you get more hand injuries? As oh a yeah, oh yeah. So you yeah. got to be more careful. Yeah, my hand is fucked up right now, but uh, like I have a lot of calcium on my knuckle right now. But that's why, unconsciously, I'm training a lot of my elbows and my knees and like stuff that like hurts less. Like, yeah, I, I can uh, create more so damage. So you work on creating impact with things that aren't your hand. Yep. To protect your hands. 100%. Because that's an argument that, uh, that I know Joe Rogan has. Okay. On his podcast, he talks a lot about the idea behind taking people's MMA gloves away mm-hmm. so that you're not just crunching uh, with so many punches. You've got to be much more I careful agree. with where you place your, your, your hand as a puncher. But it's interesting what you say about on the defense, you, mm-hmm. you become more... Evasive. Uh, yeah, evasive, yeah. Because you're... you're, you're you're not afraid, but you don't want to get touched, right? So, yeah. But for, yeah, I think if I hit, you know, if you hit Bernacol in the skull, you can break your hands in a street fight. For sure. And, uh, you know, if guys are breaking their hands in the Lithuanian ring as well. So, yeah, and, um, like, I, I use more on my elbows 100%. Since my first Lithuanian fight, my hands mm. are, like, you know, like... And are you doing, like, hand conditioning stuff? Yeah. Like, are you going on a heavy bag, like, without gloves and things like that? or doing Yeah, yeah, I do that. That's it. And a lot of, um, like, push-ups to strengthen the wrist and the, the fingers. I do a lot of uh, hand strengthening to, to the tendons and the ligaments to have strong hands. How would you and do that? What do you do? So I go on my, like, push-up on my wrists. Right, on the back of your wrist. The back of my wrist, yeah. And uh, knuckles push-up, and I jump. So I, like, okay. I create a small impact, on the, like, on the, on the hard surface. And, uh, yeah, just finger push-ups as well. So that's the... The other ones. Yeah. And do you find... So I've, oh, you might be able to... I don't know if you know the answer. Do you create more sort of bone density in, from those kind of, yeah. that kind of training? Have you noticed yeah. an improvement from that? A good question. I think the, the knuckle push-up creates the bone density one. Yeah. Uh, 100%. And uh, for, for the rest, I feel it's more like an overall like, strengthening of like, the body. And my, one of my coaches in Canada said, your hand shows your... your um, shows your health you know if you have a weak hand you have you should like most of them you have weak weak health you have strong yeah. hands you know you, do, you never see a, a, a weak sorry a sick person with like a strong grip yeah, right, sure. you know? <laughs> so I like yeah. that when you said that I liked it you see in the gym as well when nobody when people have no calluses yeah, yeah. and they're worried about it, and they all get cut up and shit like that it usually tells a, a story it's true of their mentality so Nick has how's your hands yeah and uh, what's sorry, go on, what were you gonna say? No, go ahead. I was gonna say, so with the other training that's so in the lead up, and Nicky can jump in on this. Like, what what sort of stuff have you been doing? Yeah, Just a lot kind of, of things, fighting and sparring and weights and. But apart from the fighting things, uh, we've been training with Nick uh, and for that training camp, and I've seen an improvement in my strength and uh, even like not that I care, but like aesthetically as well. Like I've I uh, I have more pecs, I have more everything. So Nick <laughs> wants to model me as him. <laughs> But yeah, what no, do you do, pre- Nick? What no, do you do? I was just going to say that the preparation was very interesting because I've worked with a lot of athletes that had good like strength conditioning backgrounds just from working with I don't know, the coaches and stuff. Fighting already is a bit more old school and then Lethway is probably the most old school. So like when I first met him, he told me the stuff that he did with weights would like, you know, one day would be like shoulders and triceps and like all <laughs> hypertrophy stuff sure. that I was like, man, how are you? like? What's hypertrophy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you're doing and then eating ice cream and everything I was like man this guy is like defending the world title five times already right it's the sixth time this time yeah this was six it's obviously like there's something working but I was like man we can make you so much better also 
So try to incorporate some stuff, you know, uh, just starting from from the basics, like unilateral stuff, and just like strengthening the core and uh, I like the, a bit more power stuff also. So obviously, like more strength and power. Uh, I, li- I like the line mi- the line mines I've been doing. Like it, uh, I feel like it helps me a lot for like punching power, like um, pun- like punching the weights up. And uh, but yeah, like you said, it it, 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 mu- it might work a little the the things because I feel like fighting is ninety percent mental and 10% physical you know and even maybe more like it's all about who wants it the most yeah. and you can probably sit at bodybuilding as well or just training you know if you're if you're mentally there you're going to achieve way more yeah. uh, but it's especially true in in in, in the fighting so like you can get, I, I'd rather have a guy that just came out of prison that's out of shape that's just ready to die for me let's say we're fighting a, in a street fight than a guy that's like you know he looks good and yeah, he's like yeah. I, I'm a fighter yeah I don't care he wants more right yeah. so I'm more I'm that's, that's the truth so uh, I like I really like though with with, with the power coach to, to be able to, um, to to like I have the mentality I'm training my, my brain all the time just to, 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 to be hungry right but like it's it's always good to to bring my, my body even like always improve not plateau so I, I felt like I with the physical training company I, I didn't like I did not plateau I just got out of that a little bit so I I improved uh, physically what, what do you feel so when you go to do your like discipline the, the pad work the whatever how do you feel what's what's better like what do you okay oh, that feels um, good. I feel like uh, like fatigue doesn't hit me as strong uh, maybe even like for the punches and everything so like you know after five ten uh, rounds you you like i was able to yesterday i did 30 or yeah, sorry uh, it was like uh, 12 or 15 rounds of sparring uh, which is good you know in thailand i used to do five and like we're like so yeah like cardio and where everything. are you training here where where yeah at the world fighting school in in the dubai marina oh okay. yeah used to be called ko gym so it's a uh, yeah that's a sm- the small one at the top it's pretty small yeah yeah I think yeah, I know yeah, where one you ring. Yeah. What, what I thought was interesting also with the preparation is the way he eats also so Ice he cream. oh yeah that's the thing <laughs> like he, yeah, you'll, you'll eat healthy-ish yes I mean you have my six packs it's, it's what it's, you, it's, it's not yeah. what you eat it's what you don't eat but yeah. <laughs> very true but yeah. he like you know we'll go and I'll eat like something healthy and he's having ice cream or cake and stuff but I mean it's worked for him the dude and gets like, headbutted in the face. He can have an ice cream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I, I, like you know, what you said about like you know, you have to be mentally strong and mentally ready to to fight. I think fighting is one of those sports where it's so mental, and you have to like you know, you have to be so aggressive and everything. Compared to like I know, for example, a sport like bodybuilding or American football, you you have to be physically like athletically ready for that. Uh, even if I'm not trying as hard, if I'm more athletic than the other guy, or I just did all the work over the past three, four months, I'll be more ready than the other guy, you know? Um, but, like, it's funny how, like, when you diet and stuff, let's say, let's say I told him, no, no, you have to eat exactly what I tell you and everything, and you have to do all the training I tell you exactly like I told you, and and then it just becomes, like, a stress on him, you know? And yeah. Mentally mm-hmm. fatigued, like, and everything. That's true. And then I don't think he would get the same, like, he wouldn't be as ready for the fight as like you know he needs to have that ice yeah. cream and stuff he wants it okay <laughs> yeah. like for him it's a way of relaxing also like well, it's interesting, it, huh? if we were to have like an open mind about it like obviously because of our background we and people in our position definitely have an overinflated uh sense of how useful kind of strength and conditioning is there are so many cases where people have done outrageous like things like ben johnson and stuff sprinting where he didn't lift weights for like six months beforehand um so there's definitely a genetic ben thing johnson 
The sprinter. Yeah. You also use yeah, the lighter steroids. Any, you also huh? use steroids. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but so does everybody. Yeah. But he didn't. He stopped lifting yeah. weights uh, months before he would go into the Olympics uh, and just work on sprinting. There's another reason for that as well, but um, so there's definitely that. But also, I think it's fighting. Like, there's definitely the mental side. But there's just some people that have a just a tolerance for getting punched in the face and not going down. And Nick t- Do touched a point. He said you have to feel good, right? And like for me. I'm lucky that I don't have to cut weight because I'm fighting open weight. We'll get into this after, but like, I've, I, uh, I, like I was craving agendas, you know. So yeah. I was like, I just eat it, and uh, I'm still, I still lost weight the next day when I got up. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's just you have to feel good. And one of my, uh, like, I had a, I had a, a, a mental coach back in the days, and she, she told me. Um, You know, if you if you feel something, just just do it. Like if you if you want something, you're gonna feel good about. It. Like Nick said, yeah, you want to feel good about it, so just do it. Like I feel like she felt like a Big Mac. She eats a Big Mac. Yeah. Okay, cool. Once in a while, you know, and and vice versa. So, um, some people would say on the other hand, though, that like a diet, for example, like makes you more more uh, um, disciplined and it actually makes you like hangry, uh, or like hung, uh, yeah, sorry, ang- angry, sorry, for uh, for the fight. Yeah. Cool. That's everything like you have to th- give like and a take. Like a starved dog's yeah. gonna fight a bit harder. So. Yeah, but like for me, I, I like I don't I don't I don't I don't like that. So like every whatever works for you, you know. Some guys, they, I need my I need to be fucking mad at me for dieting and just be like angry at everybody. Like okay, cool. I I can I'm not like this. I just sure. I want to feel great. I want to feel uh, be able to, to to feel like healthy and everything. So yeah. So yeah, but I don't I don't uh, lose weight, so I'm able to uh, to be a bit more flexible with my with my. Uh, yeah, talk about that. You don't have to make any particular yeah. weight category for your yeah. fights. Yeah, I I happen to be like 80 kilograms around that walking. So um, and the the Burmese system is that they have all the weight class from like you know super low to to 80. So yeah. what would those weights be? Like you're talking you know, about kilos now. The kilos, yeah, exactly. Like like sixty kilos, sixty two kilos, sixty five, sixty seven, seventy two, seventy. A lot. They have all, yeah. They, and the uh, the way it works, there is only one belt, one golden belt for each weight categories, mm-hmm. and uh, there's not many like you know. There's one champion for each category. Any, so um, I uh, I I fight eighty because historically the Burmese guys were never higher than that. So they said they were going to make a champion eighty kilograms and up. So that's, that's what like it is. like a super heavyweight. Yeah, for them, yeah. yeah. Right? For us, nowadays, it's quite it's normal weight, right? And uh, even in New Zealand wants to do lightweight fights uh, in the future. They have 100 kilo guys. So they're going to yeah. have to eventually Big Maori, add. Big Maori, Samoan yeah. yeah. Actually, <laughs> they had a super fight uh, in Japan for two guys, two wrestlers, from, one from Australia. That like, was 100 kilograms. Because there's a big difference between... 80 and 85 than there is from like 60 and 65. True, but for striking, that's a good point, but for striking, there's less. It only matters for me, I believe, and most of it matters more for the weight and the wrestling. Okay. okay so like when the clinching. Punching-wise, you feel it. Like you do feel a bit of a difference, but my coach is, you know, smaller than me and uh, like it doesn't matter. Weight, I believe in striking. You know, you've seen in back in the days in Japan, the big the big goal you had against yeah, small, yeah, yeah. the small guy wins. And especially true in Litway, if I can cut the guy, right? Uh, I fought a, I fought a, an opponent. He was 93 kilograms. I'm like 90 kilograms. I was 80. So like 10 kilograms difference. I did feel like, okay, he punches hard. But, and on the other hand, it makes me want, like I don't want to get touched, right? Uh, but, um, you know, it didn't matter. I, I opened him yeah. up and I, I won. So it was, But there's probably like a minimum threshold that you need to knock somebody out. And it probably reaches a point where if yeah. the bigger I get, it's not going to make any impact. True. Like a well-placed punch is just yeah. going to 
But it, it, going back a little bit, do you, do you find that there are people that could just tolerate taking a punch more than others? Oh, yeah. I've, I know a couple of Burmese guys that, like, you know... Uh, like Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's getting yeah, a punch yeah. in the face. Kind of. just, just nudge him when yeah. he's tired. Yeah, like, one of the guys, uh, he's Burmese, like, I think doesn't even have social media, but, like, he, he's, uh, I, I think he's, like, they call him the steel, steel man. Like, he's right. a small guy, 72 kilos or 70 kilos, you know? Uh, maybe, uh, sorry, 60-something. And, uh, yeah, he, like, he just gets punched in the face. He doesn't know how to block. Like, he's the opposite of me. He doesn't move his head, doesn't, like, doesn't kick out, like, doesn't, doesn't create distance. He just gets fucked he up. It. He has cuts everywhere. He looks like uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, he's, you know, he doesn't drop. But there, was, there was a documentary a few years back about the illegal bare-knuckle boxing scene yeah. in the UK. And this is kind of going back to what I was saying about the overinflated sense of uh, strength and conditioning. There was this Geordie guy, big kind of fat dude, wasn't in shape, didn't train, ate pizzas, did whatever he wants. And this American guy came over and he was like pumped. He had his coaches with him. He was ripped. He was jacked. Means he nothing. was like just mean as hell. Like he was ready for it. This Geordie guy comes in wasted. He's just been on a five-hour train from Newcastle. Nice. Had however many Guinnesses that he uh, drank that day. Drunk as hell. Really? And he kicked the crap out of this American guy. He's just getting punched in the face. But every th- punch he threw just kind of landed perfectly and just knocked this American guy out. It proves that, you know, it's all about if you, yeah, you know, what you are inside. It doesn't matter the, the show you put on before the show. Sure. It's cool. Is there a particular difference in striking with gloves compared to bare knuckle striking? Very good question. Uh, yes, and that's question nobody asked me um i'm like again there's no curriculum there's nothing written about burmese boxing in english like it's very up in the air and we're basically writing history at the moment with the seminars the podcast everything because we're educating them this and we're writing it um i feel the more i train i train people i train myself i'm like oh this is new oh this i can i i I learned like how to block a headbutt you know myself i'm training ways to to put my hands in the way so but for the gloves, sorry, without the gloves, uh, like my jab is different. Like sometimes I, I do, instead of turning my knuckle uh, like a normal punch, I, I keep it direct because uh, I feel that there's less chance of breaking my wrist. So it's you're hard saying to, when, when you throw a punch, instead of turning your, your, your knuckles down and your yeah, thumb yeah. into the middle, you punch like you're holding a hammer. Kind of, yeah, exactly. You, like you kind of thumb up in the air, well, on your hand, but upwards. Exactly this and another one. Like I, I, I get a lot of uh, not haters, but like people and like like because they say, how do you throw your hook? You know, like a long hook. Usually in boxing, can your palm facing you? Yeah. When you do a hook, um, and uh, as you go maybe further, you can do like maybe like like this, like the palm facing down. I do it even differently. I do like a knuckle rake. Like I do knuckles first. So you, you put your thumb all the way down to the floor and your palm away from the opponent and you hit him with almost the top. Yeah, so it's very awkward, very unlike. And I didn't know it even existed before somebody told me about it. But like, and that's to protect your own knuckle? This, but also to hit my knuckle first in his face to cut him more. Okay. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a, I, I had my two knuckles on so his face. So part of your strategy also to knock him out is to cut him up. Yeah, yeah, big time. Up. Yeah, because it really takes a toll on your body. It takes his manhood away. It takes his soul away. Like it, it depresses <laughs> okay. you. you know? Like it's like ah. Even when you cut, you're like shit. And it, it really, you go back to your corner. Your corner is like patching you up. You're like, and it just it breaks the spirit. Yeah. Basically. And if you have the spirit, then you have the fight. You know. So you're trying to humiliate him, and then because fu- it, as you fuck him up. Well said, but because <laughs> the thing is, we're two pre- trained professionals, and he wants to do that to me. Yeah, yeah. So who like? So he wants to humiliate me. He wants to hurt me. He wants to 
that's what I say to myself before the fight. I'm like, because I'm a pretty kind guy outside the ring. You know, I'm. Yeah, I, you I think. seem like a gentleman. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Wants to murder people. Thank you. I, I have a lot of trauma. In prison. <laughs> yeah. But like, I have to tell myself, okay, now, like when, the, when we touch glove, okay, they, let's go, Dave. He wants to hurt you, Dave. He wants to hurt, let's go, Dave. Like, to wake me up because I, otherwise I'm not like a, uh, a angry guy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he wants to hurt me. So, am I going to let him? No. So do I want to go back to my wife all cut up? No. So, yeah, yeah. let's find ways to to cut him open. You know? You're married. Yeah. What does your wife think about all this? She hates it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she hates it, but she insists to be there every fight, and I want her to be there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So she's ringside every fight. Um, what was did I want to ask you there before you said that? Yeah. When you're in the fight and you know the guy's trying to knock you out yep. to win, does that narrow down? your assessment of his strategy like okay. you know he's not going to be tactical he, i imagine when there's like points involved there's yeah. ways where fighters can okay. technically gain the advantage but in this one it's it, is it one-dimensional or is that a, a, not a good way to look at okay. it okay uh, to a certain degree it's it could be um i say i i know he's gonna i know he's gonna do things like to score points you can still hurt. Like you can still hurt. Let's say you want you want to kick my yeah, face to okay. score points. If you kick my face, it could hurt me as well. So it's quite similar things to do, you know. To score. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't narrow it down. But it just makes it more obvious that like he's gonna want to punch and uh, he's gonna want to maybe kick the body, uh, you know. And uh, yeah, uh, good question. I've never been asked this one before. To me, to be honest, I, I don't really care about what he's doing. I really, I mostly care about what am I, what am I doing? Like, sure. what am I planning on to do? Because I'm mostly like a, the aggressor when I fight. I, I try to push forward as much as possible, and um, yeah, and I like move away when they attack. So, I try to. It doesn't really. I don't really care about what they do. Fair enough. Yeah, good what, question. What's the culture like in Lethway compared to Muay Thai? Like, how, is there differences there? With okay. like the respect, how you treat yeah. your opponent. Yeah, there there is a lot of respect in, yeah. uh, in this, and that's, that's something that was a bit like uh, striking to me because uh, you know it's a brutal sport, the most brutal sport in the world, and uh, they're the Myanmar people. If you get to know them, they're the most humble and kind people you ever met in your life. Like no joke. In all my trips in Asia, everywhere, like they they bow to you. They 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 have like we were so impressed when we moved that we went, we went there the first time, and it's right. Even you're like really, yeah, they're very very kind. They uh, they bow down if they shake your hand. They bow down like they they're really very polite. It's part of the culture. You need to be quiet, polite, and you don't talk too much. That's crazy, right? So they have that like completely different uh, sport, which makes like, yeah, go fight bare knuckle. Right? <laughs> it's a bit like Japanese people that are like in Japan. You know, they're so they're so um, they're so serious and they're so uh, disciplined in their in their work. But then at night they go get pissed drunk they and crazy, they yeah. and they go crazy at karaoke's and they you know the schoolgirls and like I don't know like <laughs> no, but I know they dress in school. And it's yeah, very yeah, opposite. Yeah. So when you yeah. repress, when you repress, I think a society, it goes on the other way around. You know, sure. they're very kind, so they want to be very. Uh, it's about honor as well. Like they want to be. It's like a proof of honor and like uh, strength. Anyway, so yeah, they 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 they're not. They're completely different from like MMA. We see they're not. They're not angry at each other. They they're basically friends before fights. I have a hard time with that. I really have a hard time with like being friends with my opponent before. 
I can be friends after we we exchange energy and we fought together. I like sure. I don't mind that at all. Like, uh, but um, yeah, they they're very very kindish. They smile and everything. They shake hands. Like, like yeah, let's go fight. They're basically saying like, oh, we're two friends. Let's go fight and let's 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 knock each other out. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I, I I met a guy <laughs> and um, and uh, Adam is uh, Australian guy. I fought a tough guy. Uh, I, I thought he was a great guy, great guy before the fight. He was trying to talk to me, and I, I didn't want like you know, I, I could have my my the real Dave yeah, yeah, was true. ready to it. Was very open. I forced myself. No, let's like I can't. I have to stay focused. And then after the fight, I said, okay, now we can be friends. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a deep respect uh, after and the fight for me. I like to uh, to sh you know. Yeah. Uh, until they you know they talk shit or then no, but um, sure. Yeah. And how are you? How do you sort of prep for fights mentally? Like, are you there like nervous as hell, or are you generally okay. quite relaxed? Or you... I think fear is a very strong emotion. Mm. And uh, my coach uh, Sifu Pat, that I'm flying over for my next fight, he's fly I'm flying from Canada. He said, um, "You like you want to be like a scared animal, you know? Yeah. Let's say this goes for street fighting for everything. I don't know for 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 strength and conditioning, but like, and I, I he say fear too much fear is bad, but a little bit of fear is good because it makes you." ready like if, if let's say we find a, a dead uh, not a, a injured raccoon right now right in the gym and uh, we try to touch him he's gonna try to bite us he's gonna he's gonna fucking yeah. try to or a injured bird with an injured wing right what he's gonna do he's gonna you don't want to touch an injured bird right he's gonna peek you he's gonna peck you or something so same thing with uh, with us i like to be a bit like i i know that let's say he can he can hurt me he can he, if he lands a good shot nobody's invincible right he can yeah. so i, I want to be extra careful and uh that little fear I like to be like a scared animal, you know, without without saying you're scared. Sure, you know, sure. You're like, I want to be like a scared animal, like be ready. Yeah. And if you don't have that, I feel like you're not in the right discipline and you're not, you're going to, you're going to be, if you don't have that little little fear and that little like intensity, then uh, you're going to get, you're, gonna, yeah. you're not going to last, especially in Lithuania. <laughs> And do you have any sort of weird, like, uh, superstitious rituals? Before I used to, but I completely erased that in my life because yeah. I feel it's a weak-minded mentality when you have uh, superstition. Like, because that means you attribute it to, um, to uh, you attribute your your success to something else other yeah, than your own abilities. Uh, yeah, lucky uh, underwear. I actually had one. I was I need to wear the same boxers and uh, and I had to kiss my ring and then uh, you know put it in my bag yeah. and I had a ritual, but then. Then I stopped in doing this, and I won. I'm like, okay, shit. I forgot. I actually forgot doing it once, and I I wrote I wrote, I wrote the award uh, the wrong boxers. You know. When did you realize that happened after? After the fight, I know I was actually very stressed. Like I was like, fuck, you didn't do what you had to do. You didn't do your ritual. I, what, that was back. I was fighting Muay Thai, and you realized that before the fight. Yeah, and I was actually okay. nervous. I'm like, fuck, that's gonna fuck me up. That's gonna be good. So <laughs> I'm swearing a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. That's right. Matt loves it to Hell drop yeah. the, the, an f bomb. Um, so you're you're, you're preparing all the way up and everything's going great and yeah. then you suddenly realize yeah. oh, I didn't do my you're thing you're training good you're good but you see how, how silly it is it's yeah. very silly and I still won I'm like, and did after that, that change your, your mind in the few minutes before the fight yeah but I, I tried to say it doesn't matter let's go Okay. and I still won uh, but then I, I even like I saw uh, well, like confirmed my thought process was I saw uh, McGregor said something like that too Conor McGregor said like uh, superstition is for the weak mind I'm like yeah I agree so then from that, from that day on I'm like that's it uh, I don't want to do any it doesn't matter what you do it's and I, I put in the same basket people that listen to that do like lottery tickets or sure, anything yeah. anything that you, you you know that means you that you don't you attribute your your financial success to luck yeah take responsibility in life i think that the most especially for us men taking responsibility is the most important thing you know uh yeah uh 
I think I'm 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 all, I'm only like I'm in control of my of my life, so I don't want to be uh, <laughs> attributed to like lucky underwear, you know? Yeah, yeah. So a good question. What's the what kind of professional aspirations do you have in the long term? Is mm-hmm. MMA something you want to do? UFC top uh, of the no, game? No, not at all. Like now that I've touched like without gloves and headbutts and everything, I don't want to do anything else than yeah. that. I've been offered to fight MMA, uh, and uh, no, I don't want. I I want like I said, I like to. I fight MMA. I like I like, I like it. I, I like grappling. I like BJJ. Um, I just like to to to, to fight striking. Like, you trained in BJJ? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still do often. Uh, no, it's just for fun. Yeah, but I have a good ground. I like my. I love. I, I love my my ground. It's just. Uh, it's. Um, I just. I just rather strike. I like striking more. I feel like it's. Especially like if we're talking um, like it's good for a, a ring sport. MMA is, is good as well. But let's say we're we're in a bar in a pub and uh, we're gonna. I'm getting attacked. Uh, and let's say, I don't have. To, I cannot do a triangle choke or a guillotine. A guillotine I could maybe standing guillotine, but like a, a arm bar, I can get kicked in the face by his uh, his pals, right? His friends. So. To a certain degree, one on one is it's good to know you're. But fuck, if you're attacked by a group of people, stay up, stay mm. up, and bang it out and p- punch. You know, right? Uh, headbutt the guy, then punch the other one. <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, you don't want to go. You don't want to go on the floor, right? Yeah. So BJJ is good to, to for 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 like one on one situation. Maybe two. On, I don't know, but uh, it's very dangerous to, to especially the kick in the face for a brawl. Anyway, um, so my my aspiration, like I. Uh, I actually want to retire quite soon. Like I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Really, I, yeah. yeah, like I'm 26, and um, I uh, I think I can bring more to the sport as an ambassador. Uh, like now I'm having a meeting with like Ministry of Tourism and uh, Ministry of Sport of Myanmar. You know, they're they're cool. like yeah, so we're having a lot of talks. You know, to, for this, and um, but yeah, I want to retire on an island and relax. I want to, like I'm I'm thinking about maybe going to Cyprus uh, next year, two years. Perfect. We'll see. We'll see if I like it. I'm going there for a seminar, so we'll see if we like it. But yeah, um, yeah I want to um, to have um, a system to build my system. Like I said, there's no system right now written about Lithuania. So I want to have build my own system, and uh, for the new generation to 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 learn. Going yeah. to coaching. Yeah, coaching, but like. Right now I'm coaching sometimes like one on one, but like it's it's very um, it's it's not uh, it's not powerful enough, you know. Like I do it because I like it, but like one person won't won't change the world. Like right? I, yeah. I need I need to teach to a bunch of people, so I, I'm gonna do like online uh, academy basically. That's my goal. Yeah, online academy. Awesome. Yeah, which has never been done for the way. So yeah, it's yeah, gonna sure. be uh, yeah. What? So where is the sport in in Myanmar? Yeah. Like? What uh, what stage are they at okay. in their own population in comparison to say but, not where MMA is because that's next okay. level, yeah. but maybe where Muay Thai is like okay. Muay Thai is a badass sport that yeah. when you watch it live yeah. you, you can you see exactly why these people do it, but I I suppose it's quite far behind where say UFC MMA is in in a, in what sense like in a, a pr- production way well definitely a production yeah. way, but more so in the Firstly, the awareness people don't really awareness, know, and then how people would get involved in it. Like, how would somebody yeah. listening? It's this? quite easy now for for Muay Thai actually. Like around the world, it's as easy as MMA, if not more, uh, because like in France, for example, MMA is illegal. 
so you can actually train Muay Thai easier than MMA okay. uh, for stuff like that but like um, yeah you you can uh, most people nowadays they want to train okay let's go let's hop on a, go to Thailand tourism is easy yeah. uh, you don't need, sometimes you don't even need a visa boom you just go and you go train it's quite easy to go train in Thailand people do that all the time and if you want to get a fight you get a fight like this Uh, in Lithuania, yeah. uh, you know, uh, they made it easier now. They have an e-visa, 50 bucks. You get, you go online, you get in a day, so you can actually travel. Like now, tourism is quite easier than before. Before it was like a long process, so people can just go and get an online visa. Boom, to train it. There's a few gyms, but they're not at the same level. That's to answer your question as Muay Thai. They're very like it's it's quite dirty and quite uh, which some people like that it's it's like raw you know you go yeah. train with like the real thing the real deal um and uh, for gyms around the world there's none yeah. there's maybe one in australia right now one in like a couple uh, maybe one in france and maybe one in america like it's very very niche uh the reason why i want to do my online academy uh, because some people that can't travel or they can't do it they can be they can learn it at home but and if we're talking for a fight Uh, if you go to Myanmar, you can get you can see a fight every three days. It's very like there's a lot of fights. You can go anywhere in Myanmar. There's like 50 million people there. It's a religion there. It's like it's as yeah. yeah, it's like it's like hockey for Canada. It's if you you know, so it's everywhere. everywhere. So they love it. They're all they love playing. it. They love it. It's it like I think it's because let's even the grandmas love it. They go there and they like they like. They want to see. Ah, they didn't. They cheer for the, the guys that get knocked out. They just love. Yeah, they just because, love seeing people get knocked yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my point is. Um, it, it, it's uh, what I was gonna say. It's not as easy to get a fight because you cannot just go there and like fight amateur or fight or fight with gloves. It's right away bare knuckle. Yeah, right away with headbutts. There's no like amateur scene. There's no nothing. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's like straight, real or nothing, all or nothing. So, but yeah, yeah people. That's why it's gonna attract guys there and girls. There's girls fighting too that are like that want. They're up for the challenge. You sure. know. And, but as a self-defense thing, and as a as a, tra I think it's the most, it's the most like effective striking sport. So if somebody wants to train like martial art, and for self-defense purpose only, like Litwe is the thing, you know. Yeah. So would that, would that be how you market it? For, yeah. Like as a self-defense. But that's what I'm talking right now with my guy from my website. He's like, it's it's basically street fighting, David. Like, yeah, you're right. Like if a girl, you know. It's not if to learn how to punch. If she's gonna do Muay Thai, for example, then she's gonna punch your skull. You're attacking her on the street, for example, or whatever. Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. You know, she's not gonna punch you. She cannot out wrestle you. You have more muscle. Guys have more muscle mass than girls, in general, and uh, like genetically. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, she's gonna break your hands hitting the attack, the assailant, the attacker. But if she hits her elbows. She has more chance. Yeah, she's she's stronger, yeah. you know, to cut. So, um, and maybe uh, a headbutt on the nose it doesn't hurt her, but she can break your nose and 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 break the nose of the attacker. And the guy, first of all, when you get your nose broken, your eyes start to water, your nose start to leak like a fucking like a <laughs> sink, right? Yeah. So it's like, and then she has time to evade. Go. So I think Latoya is, way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's way more effective. Or, yeah, or knock the guy out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's more effective than Muay Thai for sure. Yeah, that's, that's how I'm I market it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The art of street fighting, basically. So, when is your uh, title defense? August nineteenth. It's not. It's not long. It's next. Yeah. Eleven days. Ten days. From right now, yeah. Um, how is the next ten days looking for preparation? Um, right well, now, it's about like staying, uh, staying fit. Uh, not no, not get injuries. Um, 
I, I don't think I'll do another tub of Agendaz until then. I'll just I'll, mm-hmm. I'll try to stay focused. I did the one two days ago. I'll I'll just uh, I'll, I'll wait for after as a, as a treat. And yeah. um, where is the flight? In Yangon, in the cap- like the, it used to be the capital, but yeah. the biggest city in Myanmar. And you're f- yeah. this is a guy who's Muay Thai. Yeah. Exactly. So the guy's from Thailand? He's or? from Bangkok, yeah. Okay. And uh, he's a champion of uh, like the stadiums there. And uh, actually a very good uh, resume. He fought, uh, he knocked out the current, uh, the current champion, uh, like one of the only guys to knock him out. Um, so he, and he's called Youssef, this guy. So he knocked him out at Lumpini Stadium. So has a very strong left kick. I'm, I'm getting ready for his left kick. He just like kicks to the face and like he's brutal with it. So um but I know ways to counter this, and uh, and uh, I want to go in, like I want to go inside, and and you know, and we're gonna. I want to see him. Like I want to. I want to show. I want to show him the Letway clinch, the Letway way to go. So I hope he knows how to defend my headbutts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you get there, what's the sort of pre-fight ritual in the few days before? How do you find the food there? How do you okay. find the accommodation? All that well, stuff. Well, they have the hotel there, and uh, they usually have, they usually provide like a good like like a catering service, like food there, and so it's. It's pretty easy, like a bit of rice, uh, stay on weight and training. Um, it's very relaxed. When I yeah. go there, it's going to be relaxed and be a bit of like stay active. And then the weigh-ins on the 18th the day before. And then boom, the fight on the 19th. So they do weigh you in, but there's just... Yeah, just the, sorry, the press conference. I said weigh-in. We call that the weigh-in because uh, right. they do weigh some people. They do everybody else, right? Yeah. The, the, all the other weight class, they weigh, yeah, they weigh them. press conference. Yeah, it's the weigh-in and the press conference, the media press. Sure. Uh, and uh, But yeah, it's Myanmar, so it's not like we're not talking media, uh, yeah. like uh, a thousand people. Do you it's, speak the language? No. It's a little bit, some words, but it's very hard to, to understand. Is it, yeah? Yeah, it's like tonal. So one word can mean three things. I've heard this about yeah. about Thailand. Yes, about, about Thai. Do you speak to any Thai? No. What's it called? Thai English. Uh, There's like a version oh yeah? of like like pidgin English, but you. St- I was gonna, I was gonna say also uh, speaking of that because you're the first world champion of Lethway who's not from Myanmar, right? Yeah. So how how was that when you? So that was like an. Ex- uh, still hard. It's still a hard nowadays because like, um, I'm not like born there and yeah. I'm not. Asian, I'm not Burmese, so they're like. I'm not. It doesn't matter. Asian, if you're not from there, like it's always, it's always been a Burmese guy is the winner. So um, now it was like I still. There's still like people like not happy about it, uh, which is okay because it's part of like you need haters. It's good, mm. um, but yeah, I've been. Um, I was gonna say. I I would I think what helped is I embrace the culture. I wear their I wear their clothes. I I wear I like I wear their food. I I actually speak a, a, some words and uh, they gave me like their Burmese name uh, Dave and my, my real name is Dave and then Dewa means like protector. So like I'm protector and everything and so that's they, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So the most of them you know they they they, uh, they accepted me and they like it. Some there's always people like oh, I want a Burmese guy to be it. I want a Muslim guy to be it. I want a Christian guy. Like who cares? Like it's just like you'll never get away yeah from that. i actually i i'm like i think they're proud that like, i actually care about the country and i actually want to help them because it could have been just a guy from uh fucking europe they just come or anywhere like oh i come here i, I beat your champion and like 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 fuck you guys i don't care yeah, yeah. right but i actually like care about it and i so they like that they like that but the first time we won in the first they was like it must have been a big shock it was huh? a big shock it was a big shock I people told the, me okay now be care- not that I, actually now looking back I think it's stupid because they're very kind but they say now be careful like what you eat in the street they might poison you mm-hmm. I'm like Jesus. what I'm like okay so I'll be careful you know I'm like okay uh, but 
not, nothing no. like every they, they see you they want to take a, po- a picture with you the police want to take a picture with you like it's it's, it's pretty cool like we're, <laughs> we're we're well treated there you know they and then they paid for my wedding there so uh, we That's got cool. we got live on live TV like wow. t- 30 million people watched it what? it was uh, yeah, BBC was there how many people watched the royal wedding <laughs> no, probably, probably more than that yeah but still as a percentage <laughs> yeah. of population you must be yeah. close to like yeah it's 50 million people there so three-fifths of the of that population yeah. watched your wedding yeah, it was pretty cool it was live and we couldn't <laughs> kiss it was just like holding hands and everything so uh that, you couldn't that kiss did you just no say? it's it's just hold the hands you cannot kiss because it's very uh that's like, in our culture yeah okay so it's too pres- too co- too pre- close yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah it's so it's like in thailand you know you don't you, you don't show too much sure outside but uh yeah the um, that that really catapulted us like yeah. to to uh, a good status there. So how much time do you spend there then in the year? Uh, well, I like last year I went like eight times in a year. And how so, long would you be when like, you go? Like a couple of weeks every time. But I was living in Thailand at the time. Now I'm. It's a long story, but then I moved to there. I moved there actually about a place uh, there and. Um, uh yeah and then i got an offer to come to dubai and i couldn't refuse it right so now like i'm just like hopping back and forth there yeah awesome yeah cool. it's pretty uh, it's pretty intense but uh yeah the, the, the non being non-burmese makes it cool uh and uh, brings doors because i can actually grow the sport more than them because mm-hmm. they're you know they're not as you know most of them are not as educated and they cannot grow as much so uh yeah i'm gonna try to my best to to, to live up to expectations and to, do, to use my status. Yeah, awesome. Grow. Yeah. That's awesome. So, when it, so 19th of August at the fight, is there any way people can watch that? Do they show it uh, live? It should be like if they can. I, I like a page that they do pretty good. It's called Let's Way World on okay. Facebook. Let's Way World and Facebook and Instagram. And they, they, uh, they should have usually a stream there like from the, the, like they share a stream on Facebook. So they can, if they follow the page, they can, they can watch it. Lathway World on the, Facebook. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely check that out. And then where can but people most importantly, King Lazuk on Instagram. Say, for me, that's you. <laughs> Say that again. What is it? K- King Lazuk. L- yeah, yeah. Spell it out. L e d u c. Okay, and that's King. your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Is anything you want to add, guys? No, no. We'll get. Sweet. Well, best of luck with it all, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back here as the sixth time champion. Yes, F- I, my fourth, fourth. So, fourth. Yeah, the other one I just defend. This is a new belt I'm fighting for. So uh, it's a promotion. That's a, it's, it's an annual promotion, the Golden Belt Championship. So it's uh, it's a new. Uh, I want I want that belt. You it's want my first. Yeah. Want. All right. Well, best uh, of luck with thanks, it. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers, man. Bye.